Yo, 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 good morning, Nashville. Good morning, Nashville. Peace to the city and peace to the planet, man. We are excited again, guys, to be on this episode with you guys, the Body Mass Index of Fatherhood and a Black Man with our special guest today, Nashville. Have you heard a Black Man vent today? My name is Jonathan Davis. I go by Jumbo. Nashville, my name is Leon Davis Jr. and I go by L Dog and we're just excited again. I know y'all say them dudes, them dudes, they always excited, but we are excited, man, because there's so much going on in the world. And the fact that we get a chance to do a podcast on a weekly basis, man, we just mm-hmm. thankful. We give God the glory, man. And we just thankful because we get a chance to give black men an opportunity to come on and just share their experiences, share their stories, man, and help us to be better overall as black men in general. I think I think you guys forget, man, but this podcast is not for me or my dad. It is literally for the next black man yes. and providing them a platform to show any and all emotions through these microphones that we sitting here speaking on today on this Monday morning. So Nashville, again, we want to thank you guys for joining us. Great episode we got on today, but I do not want to continue without thanking uh, Dr. James Clay, uh, Pastor James Clay, excuse yeah. me, from New Visions Baptist Church and yeah. uh, my good frat brother, uh, Christian Jordan, man, for starting us off with our fatherhood season and giving us a great episode. Yeah, man, them two brothers, man, they really started us out great, man. They both had different ways. They look at fatherhood and both coming from different age brackets too, man. And that's what we like to always keep alive, man, in this age thing. We got we like to bring it from a young school perspective, and we also like to bring it from an old school perspective. And speaking of old school, man, we want to just be thankful and glad, man, that we got a chance to celebrate Father's Day on yesterday, man. Yeah. It was a great day to be a father, man. And my son, he's a he's a brand new father, and I'm a brand yeah. new granddad, yeah. man. So it's kind of kind of some strange territory man but i'm glad to be embarking on it man i'm gonna take that journey man and take that ride with it man and we just gonna roll out man the way god allows us to and not only that but we're also celebrating juneteenth today right, so right. it's just a great weekend to celebrate being a black man you know what i'm saying most definitely man i uh changed my first diaper man i feel proud <laughs> six 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 days into being in the fatherhood man and i can truly say i know what true love is when you lay your eyes on your first child so just truly thankful to God for that. And Nashville, again, we just thank you guys for continuing to stick with us and continuing to, to be consistent with us, Nashville, and, and just making sure that you guys tune in each and every Monday at 11 a.m. Great episode we got for you on the day, guys. Um, again, we got uh, the old school represent today, yes, man, sir. but, but yes, he sir. truly has such a lengthy biography, and he has definitely, definitely put his stamp in on nashville a former tsu both student big blue and both professors so big nashville blue. make big sure you blue. guys tune in after this sponsorship segment break nashville we will get you right into the content the body mass index of fatherhood in a black man with our special guest coming up here real soon nashville have you heard a black man vent today And just like that, Nashville, just like that, man, we're back. We're back. Good morning to you guys again. Monday morning, Nashville, wrapping up the Juneteenth weekend, the fatherhood weekend. Body mass index of fatherhood and a black man 
with our special guest man and uh pops if you want to give a little tidbit about our guest but I'm, I'm truly excited just to have him on yeah i'm gonna let you do the the bio the intro man but i want to get a chance to say something because it's an old school brother man so i want to get my little two cent in before he does his thing man i appreciate this brother man because he's been a friend He's been a, a a mentor, man, whether he knows it or not, man. He's a guy that I watch from afar. But not only that, man, uh, uh, I'm a competitive guy, man. So when I stopped playing competitive softball because of family issues, man, I, I was just sitting around, wasn't doing nothing athletically, man. And this guy, man, he saw me at the bowling alley. He found out that I was bowling or something to that effect. He asked me that I want to be on his bowling team, man. And from that we developed a great, even greater relationship than what we already had because his wife mm-hmm. goes to our church also. So, and he was going to our church at the time. So we developed an even greater relationship, but now we have a great relationship and just being men. But not only that, we bowl competitive, competitively on Thursday night. So if you think mm-hmm. you got a good game, man, come out there and check us out, man. We'll show you what time it is. But in the meantime, yeah. <laughs> hey, man, he's our captain of our bowling team, man. Mm-hmm. And I just appreciate Mr. Benny Washington. So go ahead and introduce him, man. Dr. Benny Washington Nashville is joining us today. And um, to all my TSU folks, man, all my TSU folks, yes, former, sir. current, and, yes, and anything dealing with Big Blue, man, make sure y'all tap into this episode and share this episode wherever you can. But we have, again, former professor Dr. Benny Washington Jr. that's yes, with sir. us today. And, um, Again, TSU, if you know anything about Horn Hall, he was his his former office location was in Horn Hall. I went to Cumberland University, so I don't know nothing about nothing dealing with TSU. But again, Dr. Benny Washington Jr. is with us today. His education credentials stand as follows. He is he has rather a bachelor's of science in biology from Tennessee State University, his master's in biology from Tennessee State University, his PhD nashville in biochemistry from atlanta university and throughout his teaching and professional career he taught the following mammalian physiology physiology and pathophysiology general physiology systemic physiology Mm -hmm. and experimental physiology come on nashville i don't know what none of that means so, so, and then out of all of that, his professor, professor career and just everything that he's done at TSU, he is a dad. Yes. He is a granddad. Yes. And naturally, on this season of fatherhood, we had to get Dr. Benny Washington Jr. on our episode today. Just to vent with us a little bit about how his experience with fatherhood has been from the time he laid eyes on his first child all the way up to where he's seen those grandbabies running around his house. So without further ado, presenting some and introducing others, my good friend, good brother, Dr. Benny Washington Jr. My friend, how you doing this morning? Good, good. Yes, sir. Good to, to be here with mm. you guys today. Yes, mm. sir. Um, yes, sir. You know, my uh, take on uh, fatherhood is a father is a person that uh, share provision. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. shares uh, uh, provide a protection yeah. and also a spiritual relationship Man. with yeah. the development of his kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I look at uh, my relationship with my son, mm-hmm. uh, I have a son, a grandson, mm-hmm. and I have a great-grandson. Oh, praise God. Um, yeah, as praise I re- God. look at my um, fatherhood in terms of my 
um, development of my kid, mm-hmm. I had a road map. All right. I had a a mm-hmm. a map which I could follow. Mm-hmm. My daddy provided that. Come yes, on, sir. And yeah. uh, I wanted to or attempted to mm-hmm. to train my son. Mm-hmm. As my father mm-hmm. trained me, most definitely, which I thought most was definitely. a very good model to use. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Um, we, uh, I am a junior. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son is uh, the third, mm-hmm. and his son is the fourth. Oh, right. So oh, we're talking about <laughs> wow. We're talking about four generations. Yes, wow, man. Uh, and in that four generation, we use the same model in terms of training yes, mm-hmm. our our kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now. Um, spiritual in, in the spiritual d- development mm-hmm. of young people, it is important mm-hmm. uh, to to have a spiritual development mm-hmm. in terms of uh, training your kid. Right, mm-hmm. that's what I right. tried to do. Right, um, I didn't, even though there was the schooling, mm-hmm. the educational part mm-hmm. of training the kid, mm-hmm. uh, the behavior aspect of training the kid. Mm-hmm. Also, there was a spiritual aspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I carried my son to church. Yes, sir. Yep. Sunday school. Yes, sir. Every Sunday. Yep. Yes, sir. Uh, I didn't send him. Mm-hmm. I carried, carried him. Mm-hmm. And as a, a, as a result of that, he developed uh, a knowledge Mm-hmm. Or how to deal with others, mm-hmm. how to treat other individuals, yes, and sir. how to behave. Right. You know, right. in terms of a relationship with mm-hmm. other individuals. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Um, as I said, I had a good father, mm-hmm. not a perfect puff father. Mm-hmm. Right. I had right. A good father in terms right. of how he trained us. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and the most important uh, part of our training was that we had to develop a spiritual relationship mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that was hey mm-hmm. that was it yeah mm-hmm. you know yeah. mm-hmm. uh, there were some other things that that he used in in terms of training us mm-hmm. but that was number one mm-hmm. uh Kept also god first mm-hmm. had god first mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not only did we have god first but in in terms of the the training mm-hmm. uh he used we had responsibilities that we had to take on mm-hmm. responsibilities uh I instill those types of things in, in my son. Mm-hmm. Responsibility. You got right. to take on responsibility. So right. true. Uh, so true. Uh, so, so true. it helped me to a certain extent in terms of the training of, of my kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Now, I have been in situations where I have met other people mm-hmm. and I couldn't, uh, it was hard for me to grasp Mm-hmm. of how others grew up to a certain extent mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. my father was always there for us. Yes, sir. I, I, I didn't say he was perfect. Yes, sir. Right. I said that but he, he was, was there. there. Yes, sir. He was there. Yes, sir. You know, I was in a classroom where mm-hmm. uh, it's about 13, 14 individuals in that class mm-hmm. and it shocked me to hear that the majority of these individuals in that class uh, had no father wow. and figure in their life. Wow. wow. That yeah. took me for a loop. Yeah. And when I yeah. shared with them about my training, mm-hmm. you know, uh, how my dad had trained 
the f- it was five boys. Mm, five boys. I mean, four boys and one girl. Four. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but how he trained us and, mm-hmm. and, and instilled responsibilities in us. Mm-hmm. I was shocked to find out that the majority of these individuals mm-hmm. had no father figure in their wow, life. Man. Wow, man. I had to become quiet mm-hmm. in the class because you know, I here I am sitting there. I'm proud of my yeah, daddy. Yeah, know, was, yeah. I'm talking about my father. Yeah, and, you know right. how he carried us to church, mm-hmm. and how he did this for us, and how mm-hmm. he instilled in us mm-hmm. work responsibilities. Right. And I saw that, uh, experienced that. Uh, maybe I was the only one that experience that type of training mm-hmm. yes. and that is right. the type of training that i use for my son mm-hmm. yeah um it was rough yeah. training him mm-hmm. because there are all these external factors man that, talk that, man. that, that, that mm-hmm. comes in play you know my mm-hmm. son would go to school mm-hmm. but he had because he was popular in school mm. he had other kids or other individuals trying to instill him in selling drugs mm. or trying to instill him in doing other things. Mm-hmm. So I had to deal with that. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to make sure that I was on top of his training, mm-hmm. right? not only spiritually, mm-hmm. but emotionally. Mm-hmm. I had to make sure that I was involved in his training. Yes. And that's what I tried to do. Yes. You know, not mm-hmm. only did I send him to school, but I went mm-hmm. to school. Yes, sir. <laughs> I was there at the school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I had, I had it, uh, um, uh, fix where that I could go to, to in this classroom anytime I want to. Right. I could just right. walk in. I was always present mm-hmm. around the school mm-hmm. where he, he mm-hmm. uh, you know, where he was. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and that went on for the ninth grade mm-hmm. to the twelfth grade. Okay. Uh, those external forces, peer pressure, mm-hmm. was was was, was something mm-hmm. in terms of trying to. Yeah. Instilling him, mm-hmm. you know, to move to the left yeah. right. instead of going to the right. Yeah, right. you know, yeah. and I had to deal with that. Yeah. I had to deal with uh, uh, yeah. uh, um, all kinds of things. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. things like uh, you know, when I was growing up, my father used to let me borrow his car. Mm-hmm. I I could borrow his car anytime I got ready. Mm-hmm. But he told me this. He said at twelve o'clock. You have my car back home. <laughs> back right. You can go in after twelve o'clock. You can go anywhere you want. Yeah, just get yeah. my car back. Bring my car back home <laughs> yeah. at twelve o'clock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not twelve o one. Right. Not twelve o two. Right. But twelve o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Bring my car back. Mm-hmm. And so I, 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 um, did what he said. Mm-hmm. If I had wanted to go somewhere else. I would get me on another ride. I would take his car. <laughs> right. I didn't steal those things of my son. Right. At 12 o'clock, you bring my car back home. Yeah. I don't care what you're doing, mm-hmm. where you are, you bring the car back, mm-hmm. and you can go anywhere you want to. Mm-hmm. And yeah. as a result of that, that instilled a kind of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that that will work for every family. Right. I'm telling you that it worked well, for, for you. Me. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. In, in my family, in the training of my son mm-hmm. uh, and he's not a perfect right. gen- mm-hmm. he's not a perfect person mm-hmm. but he's a good person mm-hmm. productive you know, person. Per- productive yeah. person yeah yeah uh, I remember once uh, he came home he was crying because somebody was trying to to 
persuade him to sell drugs mm. in school. Mm. And he said, I want, where is the, where's your gun and all of this, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, you know, why you, why you need a gun? Mm-hmm. And he said to me, he said, well, they're trying to get me to, to, to sell drugs and all of this. Mm. And what his mother and I shared with him is mm. that there's another way to deal with that. Mm-hmm. You can deal with that in terms of law enforcement. Mm-hmm. That's why he's a police officer. Now. Wow. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. That's why he's a, wow. he's a police yeah. officer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Dealing because of the fact that individuals at his school was trying to get him to sell drugs. Mm-hmm. And that converted and him into his career. So Ain't that some. as a result of Ain't that, that some. as a result of that, mm-hmm. he had worked. Mm-hmm. For 25 years, mm-hmm. wow. getting ready to retire wow. as a police officer, mm-hmm. and we have a grandson. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a great grandson, mm-hmm. and our great grandson mm-hmm. is we. Not only have we had the opportunity to interact with my son mm-hmm. in terms of training. Mm-hmm. We did have a grandson. We interacted with him. Mm-hmm. We uh, instilled values. Spiritual mm-hmm. values, mm-hmm. which uh, some of them are working, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and still certain values mm-hmm. in him. Yeah, and now we're working with the great, the the the, the, the great, great grandson. grandson. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. And, uh, yeah, we never never dreamed, mm-hmm. never dreamed. Yeah, that we will have a great grandson. Yeah, man. That we are uh, a part. Actively part of yeah. his life yes, every day. Yeah, yes. man. I'm talking about every day. We pick him up from school. Yeah, we man. To school. Come on yes, now. We, we, there's a whole yes, lot of things yeah, that man. we are involved with yeah. in terms of his life yeah. to instill mm-hmm. and to make sure mm-hmm. that he is a productive citizen. Yeah, man. And I like what you said, Mr. Bennett. You said productive, but not perfect. Perfect. And I think that's one thing, man. That we as fathers have to really get, man, is that sometimes our children don't live up to our expectations, man. But as long as they productive, man, sometimes we just have to deal with that, man, just roll with it. Because at the end of the day, Mr. Benny, you've done your job by raising them and giving them an environment to help them be successful and, and, and conducive to them being a, a, a positive person. Right. But it's up to them to still take all of that and use it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man. I think you and I know you. You've done a great job. I met your son, man. I've I've seen your grandson. I haven't met the great grandson yet. If I have, I don't remember. But uh, mm-hmm. no, man. You've done a great job, and it's just a blessing to be, you know, get a, get that opportunity, man. But uh, I was just sitting here listening to you, Mister Benning, and I was thinking, man, as you look at each generation, how can you tell? Like, is there any differences? Is like as far as the parenting is concerned. You know, like, is there some things that your daddy did that you didn't do and then that your son didn't do and that you're not able to do with the grandson because of the way the world is now? You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, even I had to change, man, because my mom and daddy dealt with me in a certain way, but I couldn't deal with Jonathan in the same way my mom and daddy did with me, but I still had to put them, try to instill those values, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I listen a lot to the grandkids, mm-hmm. you know, and my son, mm-hmm. and they share with my wife and I that people are different now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, marriage 
uh, marriage is different. Mm-hmm. So, you know, married couples are different. Mm-hmm. And uh, this year we will be married 54 years. Praise the Lord. And my Praise son, the Lord. my son is 50. He's 52 years old. Mm-hmm. And he tells me that we will never see that. That our generation will never see 50 some years yeah. in marriage. Mm-hmm. So we'll never see 20 some years. Yeah. Not only did my son tell me that he's 50 some years mm-hmm. old, he, but my grandson told me, mm-hmm. he's a Paul Paul. These people are not, they don't stay together like that. Mm-hmm. They don't, wow. don't have those values yeah. anymore. There so, so there I, I, I see the family values are changing. Mm. You know, the family values are changing mm-hmm. in terms of what individuals stand for. Yes. You know, and, so true. and what, what yeah. people are going to accept. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, I share with you about the bringing my car home mm-hmm. at 12 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Now, that instills in, in it, it had, it, it instilled in me mm-hmm. a sense of responsibility mm-hmm. where that, you know, uh, I knew I didn't have to bring his car home, you know, at 12 o'clock, mm-hmm. but I wanted to do it because he asked me to do it. Exactly. And because he l- allowed me to, to, to operate his, his vehicle mm-hmm. anytime I got ready. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. as a result of that, I develop a sense of responsibility or, or, or a sense of loyalty yeah, man. to him. Yeah, man. So, so if yeah. he if he gonna let me have his car, yeah, man, mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to make sure that I get it home to yeah. him when he wants it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it, and especially if he tells me I can get it anytime I want to, just have it home before twelve o'clock. Wow. Right? You know, right. some other things that I see that we did when um, uh, when when they was training us. Mm-hmm. You know, um, one thing is that uh, we had a t- we, we, not, we had a time limit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, my father would tell us to do certain things, and I always wanted to do what he asked me to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and I used to train my I used to tell my son, and I tell my grandkids now, um, a disobedient young kid does not live long. The Bible says that. Ooh. Disobedient kid <laughs> does mm-hmm. not live yep. mm-hmm. long. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Does not have a productive life. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I was telling my mother today. She's 95 years old. Praise the Lord. I was telling her today. Yeah. Uh, I used to read in the Bible. And I read this for myself. Mm-hmm. Honor thy mother and thy father. That and thy days day shall be long. long. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Now, I took it for, I took, hey. I took heed to that. Mm-hmm. I never said anything out of the way to my mama. Come on now. Never said anything to my dad. Yeah. Talk must have been. Yeah. Yes, sir. That's all right, man. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. That's real, man. That's real. Yeah. That's real, man. And it, it yeah. and it's paid off, must have yeah. been. It has yeah. paid off in your life, man, because yeah. I'm looking at a dude, man, mm-hmm. that 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 is showing the fact that he has lived what the scriptures say. Now, a lot of people don't like delving off into the scripture, but they are true. You can't beat them, man. You know what I'm saying? And it has proven in your life because 
not only is your mama still living, but you you are granddaddy, you are great granddaddy, and you got productive kids, and you still an active dude yourself at fifty four years of marriage. Now you tell me that it ain't something to that word, man. man let me, <laughs> you got to tag me in this conversation, <laughs> yeah. man. I, I I just think to see the emotion on your face, yeah, man, yeah, uh, man, and understand that there are black men that are not in the lives of their kids mm -hmm. and i'm sure mr b you don't have to be you know too personal on it but there may have been times when you raised your your son that you was like man i can't do this no more you know i don't want to do this no more and you you stood <laughs> the you stood the test and to just see man that emotion right now man, mm -hmm. dude you man that's, yeah that's, that's, that's yeah amazing. that's big man and he'll tell you that was plenty of time we stood Toe to toe, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, toe to toe, yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, uh, yeah. We just get into it, you mm -hmm. know. But hey, I didn't move. Man. I didn't move, <laughs> you know. Man, uh, we man. we stood toe to toe. That's honorable, man. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Honorable, uh, man. I uh, one of the things that I have always dealt with, mm -hmm. and he and I always talk about this, you mm -hmm. know, uh, in terms of his training. Mm -hmm. um, I can remember when the uh michael jordan shoe first came out mm, wow. you know mm -hmm. 19 i think it was 1987 mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. michael jordan uh tennis shoe the first pair yeah that came out yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh my son was in the i think he was in the 12th grade okay and he had uh, told everyone at his school that his dad was gonna buy your own pair <laughs> Michael Jordan shoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was gonna buy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I was yeah. He had told everybody in his class yeah. that his dad was gonna buy Saturday. His dad was gonna yeah. buy him mm. a pair mm. of Michael Jordan shoes. Yeah, yeah the new Jays. Yeah, the new Jays. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the first time they had come yeah. out. Yeah, first yeah. Pair. Yeah. And um, so we went out to the mall, and uh, I was gonna buy the shoes. We mm -hmm. went in. Went into the. I think it was shoe locker, uh, foot locker. Yeah. Locker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we went yeah. in and yeah. he tried the shoes on, sold a pair yeah. he wanted. Yeah. And, and, and I'm not lying. The kids, evidently they knew he was going to get these shoes. Yeah. And all the kids met him at the at foot locker and all the kids were coming out of the mall. For real? Your, your daddy going to buy you shoes? Yeah. 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 I'm going to buy them yeah, shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. You know? So. Right. I went out. Uh, we went in, and, mm -hmm. and um, the guy rang the shoes up. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I said, "How much they come?" The man said, hundred forty dollars." I said, "He don't want. He don't want but one pair." He don't want but one pair. He said, "That must be about three right now." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Church's chicken. It was another chicken place over mm -hmm. on the Lee's. Road. Lee's chicken. Uh, it could have been Lee's, mm -hmm. but uh, uh, mm -hmm. he gave him a job mm -hmm. at the age of fourteen or fifteen years old. Mm -hmm. right? And my son right. been working 
every yeah, since. Mm-hmm. Every every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. He go to work. He won't miss a day. Mm-hmm. Go to work every day. Mm-hmm. You call him, uh, call him tomorrow. He's at work. You mm-hmm. call him Tuesday. Mm-hmm. He's at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, been working every since. Right. That was a value that I didn't steal in him. I was right. Just, that I his daddy would yeah. not pay for. Paid mm-hmm. one hundred forty dollars, and mm-hmm. that time was one hundred forty dollars. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, eight or seven, eight or seven, one hundred forty. That was yeah. a nice little, nice yeah. little knot right there. Yeah, yeah. Daddy yeah. did not pay one hundred forty dollars yeah. for him a pair of sneaker shoes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you, and for you to pay that kind of money at that time, yeah, yeah. you would have to get you a job, and he's been working ever since, and right. got hundreds of pairs of. Sneaker shoes. <laughs> Look, I just about I get ready to ask you, man. How long did it take him to get them joints, man? Well, he went to work. I think he worked for about two or three weeks. Uh-huh. And, um, first first couple checks. Uh-huh. First check he got. He yeah. said, what about those shoes? Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, but he earned it, though. He yeah. earned it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. like you said, that's that's what you instilled <laughs> in him. Man. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Right. That's a beautiful thing, man. And my grandson. Mm-hmm. The same way. Uh-huh. My grandson get a job, man. He, yeah. I don't. I mean, he he works. Yeah, yeah. He, he can find a. I don't know how this this kid finds so many jobs. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. yeah, I, yeah. He but he go to work though. Yeah. Go to work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, every day. Yeah. yeah, you gotta respect a man like that, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a man that's not necessarily expecting handouts. Yeah, know, but they they're willing to. Yeah. Uh, uh, boots on the ground, you know they yeah, willing man yeah, to get out there and the work ground. and work yeah, for it. I wanted to, I wanted to ask you this, Mister B, before I before it, it leaves my mind. Your grandson, man, what he said, um, he definitely has a point when he's talking about marriage and how marriage, man, is such a lost art, you know, a lost thing in this generation. But in terms of fatherhood, how important is it to find the perfect mate? The perfect real, you know, man. The one that that without you, there's no son. Without her, there's no son. How important is that, man, in the fatherhood role? It's very important. Go back to the role model, mm-hmm. the blueprint that mm-hmm. I was talking about. Mm-hmm. The blueprint. Mm-hmm. My dad is, used to say this. He said, "You don't go to a apple tree to find a peach." Mm-hmm. And, I, and it took me a while to figure out what he was saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't go to the club and find mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, the fruit you're looking for. Yeah, right, right. yeah, 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 I get it. You know, you're, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't. Uh, he had another saying. Uh, uh, don't you can't go to the uh, peace tree and find an apple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. those types of things that I, I mm-hmm. picked up on. Yeah, know, basically they, like, yeah. you ain't gonna go to the club right. and find no wife. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't have nothing against that, but mm-hmm. I'm just right. saying, mm-hmm. you know, be But when you go to the club, you ain't right. really looking for no wife. Right. That's what I'm trying to say, right. you know what I'm saying? You go to the club, I, well, I put like this. When I went to the club, I wasn't looking for no wife. I put it like that, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say what nobody else was looking for. But back in the day when I used to call myself doing some little clubbing, I didn't go in there looking for a wife. I went in there looking, but I wasn't looking for no wife, though. <laughs> but I, I think more important, what he was just saying is be careful about who your mate is. Man, yes, I know you're be, right. Be careful yes, about who your mate is. I know you're and right. I And I don't know whether this will work for everyone. Mm-hmm. I know it worked for me. Mm-hmm. You know, when I got married, I wanted to marry a lady that was very 
uh, her upbringing was very close to my upbringing, mm-hmm. and that way we 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 have no problem. Right. We have no problems with when I say we have to do this, mm-hmm. or we have no problems when uh, uh, when we when, when we we uh, when I make a decision. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. See, there's no problem. Mm-hmm. My wife looked for me to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, uh, and especially certain decisions. Right, yeah. right. You know, yeah. And I'm not saying that I call the shots. Right, right. But I'm right. just right. I'm just saying key key. Uh, decision. Yes. My wife looked for me to open the door, car door for her. Mm-hmm. Come on I mean, now. She gets over me, you know, open the car door for her, mm-hmm. pump her gas, mm-hmm. do a lot of things like that. You mm-hmm. know, uh, mm-hmm. she said that's what I want. Yeah, mm-hmm. what I want you to do. Yes, these mm-hmm. are the things that you. Yeah. So, so we had no problem with that. With right. a lot of the things because her family was so much like my family, mm-hmm. and very easily we could merge mm-hmm. our thinking patterns together mm-hmm. and that's what we did praise god let me let me hold you right there mr b man because we don't want to run over our time real quick for this first segment man but let's go into a quick quick commercial break yeah let's and get, we'll back get right back man. into the yeah. content yeah. on today's episode and talk with mr b more about the dynamics of marriage in relation to fatherhood and everything that ties in with that nashville have you heard a black man vent today in honor of celebration for Juneteenth, Black Men Vent 2 wants to provide our audience with a small segment break talking about the history behind Juneteenth. This next segment is coming from Iowa PBS station. Black Man Vent 2 does not own copyrights to the audio and information being presented in this next segment. Thank you. Juneteenth, short for June 19th, is the day commemorating the end of slavery in the United States. It's a holiday that has been celebrated since 1866 and represents a critical turning point in American history. Open up a classroom history book and the author might say that slavery ended on January 1st, 1863. The day when President Abraham Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation, it established that all enslaved people in the Confederate States in the rebellion against the Union shall be then, thenceforth and forever free. Of course, the proclamation stated this, but it did not instantly free any enslaved people. It would take another two years for slavery to end in the United States. In Texas, slavery continued uninterrupted during the Civil War. The state wasn't involved in large-scale battles, and there wasn't a real presence of Union troops. Two months after the war came to a close, U.S. General Gordon Granger arrived on Texas soil and read General Order Number 3. The people of Texas are informed that, in accordance with a proclamation from the Executive of the United States, all slaves are free. Granger's arrival marked the freedom for 250,000 enslaved people in the state. Although emancipation didn't happen overnight, celebrations broke out among newly freed black people. Juneteenth was born. 
The following year, freed people in Texas organized the first of what became the annual celebration of Jubilee Day on June 19th. The holiday wasn't widely celebrated across the country, but the traditions continued to grow over the next several decades. By 1979, Texas became the first state to make Juneteenth an official holiday. Finally, in June 2021, Congress passed a resolution establishing Juneteenth as a national holiday. And now we take you live to the East Room of the White House, where President Biden is going to sign the law making Juneteenth a national holiday. Juneteenth marks a date of major significance in American history. It's the longest tradition of celebrating the emancipation of thousands of enslaved people who forcibly worked and lived in inhumane conditions. The two-year march from when the Emancipation Proclamation was signed to the arrival of troops in Texas is a metaphor for the many ways in which freedoms for Black people have been delayed in this country. Today, the holiday is a way to acknowledge past faults, help heal current divisions, and move toward a future of a more perfect union. Just like that, Nashville, man. Just like that, we're back. We're back, man. Good morning to you guys again. Monday morning, Nashville, the body, mass index of fatherhood and a black man with my good friend, Dr. Benny Washington Jr. Uh, Mr. B, let's pick back up, man, where we left off, man. You was talking about your wife, man, and just the beauty of, of having a true, true, equally yoked mate. Mm-hmm. You know, man, let's continue that conversation, man. How, how again, is important is that to have that, that right person, man, in terms of fatherhood? It's very important. Um, you have to have sh- shared values. Shared values. Shared mm. values mm. in order for you to get a lot of things accomplished. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is triggered down, triggered mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. to the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, they see mm-hmm. what's going on. Mm-hmm. They hear the arguments mm. the various things that are going on come on in, must in, be in, in, yeah. in the family mm-hmm. uh, you can't tell a kid to do something mm-hmm. and you are not doing it yourself mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. see I couldn't tell my son to go to Sunday school mm-hmm. or to go to church right mm-hmm. and I wasn't going right yeah you know right. so I had to make sure that I was equally uh, spiritually involved mm-hmm. in uh, myself, the development of myself, mm-hmm. as well as the development of my son. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you can't tell them to do certain things, and then you're not doing it. And exactly. They see you do it. Exactly. So, so all of that is contributed, can be contributed to mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. relationship that the parents have. Yeah, man. You know, mm-hmm. to the yeah. relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I say, I didn't have, I don't think I have the perfect marriage mm-hmm. because we, we had problems just like everyone else. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Our marriage have problems, but we, the, 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 the key to it is that we stuck with it. Yeah, man. We, we stuck with it. <laughs> you know, we didn't give up. Mm-hmm. We, didn't, we didn't give up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, 
we have had financial problems just like everybody else. Yes, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. we didn't give up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, uh, so it is is it's easy. Uh, not easy, but it's important mm-hmm. to have somebody think like you do. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yes. Um, when I was trying to um, get my education, mm-hmm. you know, I think my wife and I uh, discussed we had moved something like 15 times. Mm-hmm. And, wow. uh, you know, every time I had a dream, mm-hmm. every time I had a dream, you know, I had a dream to to become a doctor. Wow. And in order for me to become a doctor, I had to go to school. Mm-hmm. So I had to go. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, at times we had to pick up. Mm-hmm. You know, but I would go. I would go to her, and I would tell her. I said, uh, "Look, um, I got this offer mm-hmm. to go to Atlanta to uh, work on my PhD." Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, "Well, you know, we go to Atlanta. You got to get a degree." Right. But the support was there. The yes, support the was, there. was there. Yeah, yes. man. And then we moved back to Nashville. And we was here in Nashville, I guess, maybe about nine years. And then the opportunity uh, came up where that I was offered a job in New Orleans. Mm. Then I got to pick up again. Wow. And uh, I said to her, I said, look, uh, I have a job offer. Let's go to New Orleans. She said to me, she said, well, I don't think I want to go down there. We Mm. have left once. Mm. But... I, I think what we did, we prayed about it, and, mm. and, and her decision was that if this gonna better us, let's do it. Come on, yeah, uh, man. So we moved yeah, to New man. Orleans. Yeah, man. And interesting, mm-hmm. we was in New Orleans. Man, we was in New Orleans about five years, mm-hmm. and I was at a scientific meeting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> scientific meeting, mm-hmm. and a guy from Tennessee State was there, mm-hmm. and he he heard me talking to another guy from Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy who we was discussing a job op- opportunity in mm-hmm. Virginia. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, Benny, how would you like to come back to Nashville? Wow. I never thought I would get back to Nashville. I had no intention of coming back to Nashville. Wow. And mm-hmm. within <laughs> uh, uh, within six months, we were back in Nashville. Look at man. that, man. We were back in Nashville. Man. Look at that. Five man. years uh, uh, I think it was about in five years we had relocated back to Nashville, mm-hmm. and uh, she had her uh, career. Mm-hmm. But she spent thirty-one years mm-hmm. on her career. Thirty mm-hmm. may have spent more than that mm-hmm. in the field. Mm-hmm. And I had my career. Yeah. Look at that. We yeah. both had careers. Come on, man. Uh, yeah. But all of that wouldn't have happened. We talk about marriage mm-hmm. in terms of how the kid. Uh, uh, how that affect the kids and mm-hmm. how um, you can guide kids in terms of being cooperative mm-hmm. in terms of your relationship. Mm-hmm. So um, we went to we went to New Orleans with myself, my wife, mm-hmm. and my son. Mm-hmm. We came back. We had my wife, mm-hmm. myself, my son, his wife. His kids. <laughs> man, yeah. man, he came back with, with, with some more suitcases. Like y'all came yeah. back like the y'all came back like the clappers, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. 
That is what my sister said. Yeah. She said, call us the clapping. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny, man. But uh, that was in, in terms of the relationship, I guess, mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the communication mm-hmm. that, that uh, uh, still my son was trying to become, uh, he's trying to go into law enforcement. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. all of that played out mm-hmm. because once we came back to Nashville, he went into service. Mm. Then uh, he was offered a job in Memphis. Wow! Uh, okay, so all of it worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when I look at the model that I use, mm-hmm. I don't think that um, it could have been any better for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For me, mm-hmm. right, right. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm just saying for my family. Right, yes, it right. worked. It worked. It worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody's doing fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Grandkids doing good. Yeah, man. Yes, Praise uh, the Lord. Yes, yeah. Uh, the great grands, we are working on them. Mm-hmm. We are trying mm-hmm. to develop their mm-hmm. uh, their behavior, uh, relationship with mm-hmm. other people, and mm-hmm. those types of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's worked for me. Mm-hmm. The model. Yeah. That my father passed down. Man. That legacy, man. Yeah. That legacy. Yeah. You know, yeah. That legacy, man. Um, yeah. And I think about it quite often. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it, it worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Now, whether that would work for the anyone else. Right. I don't know. Right. But I know it, it worked in our Right. As far as we're concerned. Right. 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 You know, we are in retirement now. Man. man. We are... Uh, uh, we had when we were uh, raising our, our son, mm-hmm. we had no idea, no idea about retirement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even in our mind. Wasn't even thought. Wasn't even thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In terms mm-hmm. of retirement. Yeah, man. Yeah. Now we are retired. Yes, sir. Have had a career. Yes. Full yeah. career. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, train and work with other kids yeah and uh, uh hundreds of kids yeah man you know have mentor hundreds of kids yes uh and still i get calls now all across this country mm-hmm. wow. wanting me to mentor their kids man um one thing that uh i w- i want to share also in terms of uh training kids um, that you know, training your kids is okay, also. But you know, sometimes you have to train other kids. That's you know, true. You have to, be a father to other kids. Other, yeah, a father figure or a mother figure to other kids. True, true. And we attempted that. Uh, we had two young boys that we attempted to mentor, uh, and we did a pretty good job. Got them through high school. Mm-hmm. Got them through high school. They finished high school. And one of them got in college. Mm. But that external factor out mm. there, mm-hmm. you know, the external yeah. factors out there mm-hmm. can yeah. can throw a monkey wrench. Oh, my God. In, in oh, my God. Sport. Yes. Yes. You know, yes, sir. Uh, so, you know, you bring these kids in. We we had two kids, two two uh, uh, young men mm-hmm. that we formed a relationship with them mm-hmm. when they were probably about nine, about nine or ten years old, mm-hmm. and we developed that relationship on 
through the years until they finished high school. Mm-hmm. But they were still going back to the old environment. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, you're trying to train your kids. You got to protect them from the environment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to protect them from the environment. Mm-hmm. You know, and I tell you that when I was used to go to the school in terms of my son, yeah, that's what I was trying to do: protect him from the environment. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. from, because I know, I, I knew that he was being exposed to a lot of things. Yeah, you know, even at the school, right? He was being exposed to a lot of things, so he didn't know when I was going to show up. Mm-hmm. So I had to make sure that I protected him from from that external environment you know that takes a great deal of patience yeah you know that's 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 what i wanted to input man uh pops i'm gonna let you come in but Mm -hmm. that that takes a great deal of patience because uh these external factors are real man and i i throw another external factor in there uh, before pops get on social media Mm -hmm. social media man there's no telling what an iPhone would do back when you were a teenager used to be, you know, and Instagram and Facebook and all of those external factors leading to the other parts, selling drugs and and this, that, and the third, man. So I I just think, man, the patience level that you had even during those moments, man, again, I alluded to it in the the earlier part of the episode. You could have left, man. You mm-hmm. could have left at any point in time, man. Said this fatherhood stuff ain't for me. Yeah, but man, again, the fact that you had that patience level and stood the test of time, man, I just I can't get over that. Yeah, man, and I, like you said, and it's so great that not only did he raise his kids, but he mentored other kids. Okay. And I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. at Tennessee State and other places that you uh, taught at and gave leadership to, I'm pretty sure you ran across several individuals that didn't have fathers and several young men that didn't have fathers man and it just it's just sad mr b that sometimes we don't take that role as being a blessing because it's a blessing in the fact that you were able to have kids because there are some guys out here that wish they had kids and are not able to have them and uh you know it's one of the things where no matter what i said and i probably said it sometime before but it no matter what your relationship is with the spouse or the the other participant in the bringing in this child to the world, you got to think about that child. You got to think about that child, man. And Mr. Bennett, when I, when I think about you and how all the kids that you've dealt with, how did you deal with when you had problems? You know what I'm saying? How did you how did you manage the problems of fatherhood? Because I'm gonna put it like this: being a black father in America, man. How was you able to instill into your men and young men that you raised that I'm being real? You got to be careful out here being a black father, yeah. being a black man. You got to be careful. So how did you instill that into them? But but still get them to understand. But you a man. You a man. You a black man. But understand, you're in America, and America does not treat black men well sometimes. So how did you instill that? How to show them how to navigate that, man? Well. Um, I was always firm in terms of what I said to kids. Mm-hmm. You know, firm in terms of what I said to my son. Mm-hmm. Um, there, if I was confronted with a problem that I couldn't solve, mm-hmm. or, uh, I had some difficulties in terms of how I dealt with it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. there was other individuals that could. Uh, help me out. Mm, other men. Other, other men. Man, in the come community. on now. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I can remember when my son was in high school and 
you know, he and I was having some real, um, we had some some relationship problems, you mm-hmm. know, because of that mm-hmm. external, external factor. factor. Yes, sir. Guys outside, you know, trying to entice him, and, and so, but there were some other guys that uh, that was within the church mm-hmm. that I was going to mm-hmm. that helped me out. Praise God. Uh, in terms of, uh, I used to solicit their help. Mm-hmm. You know, teachers mm-hmm. solicit their help mm-hmm. in terms of the uh, instilling the the, the factor. Mm-hmm. And so, when my son graduated from high school. And he came to me. He wrote a, he wrote this this essay about you know growing up in the household. Mm-hmm. And what he's told me, he said, everything you say to me is true. Mm-hmm. Everything you say, mm-hmm. everything you say. Mm-hmm. He said, I understand what you were trying to do. Mm-hmm. Understand that's amazing. What you were trying to do. Now, when did he tell you that in high school? When he finished high, the day mm-hmm. he finished high school. Wow, that's good. The day he finished high school. That's good. He mm-hmm. said, I see mm-hmm. what you was trying to do. Mm-hmm. So um, sometimes you save them, sometimes you don't. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. you lose them. Mm-hmm. You know, but, yeah. you know, I didn't give up. Right. You know, because mm-hmm. I only had one. Mm-hmm. See, I, I only had one. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't lose that one. You yeah. Know? You know, yeah. I saw people yeah. that they, they were losing their sons. So, yeah. Um, you know, um, but I only had one. Yeah. yeah, and I could, I couldn't, uh, I refused to give up. Yes, yeah, sir. man. So yes, I sir. stayed at him. I stayed on it. <laughs> stayed on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we have our times now. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But he, right. But he's fifty-two uh-huh. years old. Yeah. Productive. Still productive. Yeah. Productive yeah. Citizen. Yeah. You know, never been to jail. Well, yeah. he go to jail. You know, but. He, uh, he's a police officer. That's the job. Right. Yeah, that's part of the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he gotta be in there. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. right, right, yeah. right. So uh, I just I refuse to give up. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And now I look at my little great grand, mm-hmm. great grand, and yeah. my wife, and I, we try to instill in him. We talking to him every day. Mm-hmm. You know, but he's a she's a sharp fella. You know, he's mm-hmm. a. He's uh he's one of these computer wheels or mm-hmm. telephone wheels. Mm-hmm. You know? How old is he? He's seven. seven wow. Years old. He's mm-hmm. seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seven. So 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 mm-hmm. we're working with him. Yeah. Trying Crazy. to instill with him along with his dad and along with his mother. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know. Um, but you know those those what I presented to you is. A map that I had. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. A map that I had, mm-hmm. and that map mm-hmm. I used. Mm-hmm. Um, that blueprint. Yeah. I used it. Yeah. And it worked. It's showing dividends. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Showing dividends. You know, I I worked until I was seventy-two years old. Mm. Wow. Uh, well, may have worked until I was seventy-four, mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. but. <laughs> Everything, uh, as I look back, you know, um, there was some difficult time. There was some difficult time in terms of training my son. Yes, yeah, sir. Very yeah. difficult. Yeah. Yes, you know, I can't tell you uh, everything that went on. Yeah, you know, yeah. But, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, he'll tell you. There was some time we had some stomp down. Yeah. Drag out. Like you said, you know, man. You know, but I refused. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, 
you persevered, man. Yeah. yeah. And I, I like the fact that you said this, man, and I, I'm gonna let Jonathan say something, man, but the fact that you said you never gave up, that yeah, should be encouraging to him to man. understand as I look at him being my son, and he knows this for a fact, I never gave up on him. Yes, and we done had some knockdown drag outs, man. Yes, and even my younger son, we've had some. But I, I, I refuse to give up on him, man. But I'm going to tell you, it be some dog time sometimes, man. Yeah, yeah. it be some dog time, dude. Sometimes you think about where did they come from? Yeah. <laughs> man, man, man. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I stayed. I stayed with it. I mm-hmm. stayed with it. Yeah. And, uh, uh, we was at some. Sometimes there was some difficult times. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, in uh, especially when he was little. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, and I was trying to uh, go to school and trying to do some things for myself. You know, mm-hmm. and he couldn't understand. You know, I had to try. I had to. Inform him, keep him informed. Mm-hmm. You know, what is going on? Mm-hmm. What is going on here? Mm-hmm. You know, because he didn't understand mm-hmm. why he couldn't do what the other kids do. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, mm-hmm. why he couldn't go where the other kids went. Mm-hmm. You know, why he couldn't drive the car to school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, you can't drive the car to school. Mm-hmm. Right? We don't do that yeah. right? in this house. Yeah. Right? You know, but yeah. he, everybody else, uh, all the other families, kids drove cars to school. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can't do that. Mm-hmm. You, know, mm-hmm. you can't. You we don't do that in this family. Right, mm-hmm. right. You know? So we had some. We had some rough times. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, I, I I'm glad that we have gotten to this point. You know, yeah. where we're yes. looking at the the. The great grand, yeah, man. Grand. The, 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 yeah. The, 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 the fruit is still bearing. The tree is still bearing fruit, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's again, man. It's, it's a beautiful thing because um, I think you were kind of alluding to it a little bit. You said that you had to explain to your son kind of what was going on. I know, man. Being a professor at TSU, you had lesson plans. You had like a whole bunch of stuff that you had to do. You know, so so I guess one husband, question and on top yeah. of all that being a husband. Yeah, I mean there's just so many different roles, man. And and I just can't I just can't can't man just not say enough how awesome it is that you did not allow your career, you didn't allow your job or any of the hats that you wore to negate the fact, man, that you were still the father to your to your son man and it just it hit me different man just hearing you talk man you know of course i only been a father for six days now but (laughs) but um i only got one you know and and immediately i shared this with my dad immediately when he was born and they held him up in the air man like like simba off a lion king i told my dad i was like man i had to kill somebody over you like just in that moment i was just like man it's, it's something about just the protective uh, nature that comes with a father and a firstborn child, man. And I want to ask you this, man, before we close. When you seen your son born, take me back, man, to that yeah. time in that delivery room, man. What were your what was your mind there? What was your thoughts there? Well, um it been so long ago. Mm-hmm. Um I he was born in Germany. Mm, and wow. uh, um wow. we and it was a planned uh, pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had been married for two years, mm-hmm. and we wanted to have a kid before we came back to the state. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's what we did. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a 
thrill that, that I received because that was the first, he was mm-hmm. the first grandkid in my family. Wow. Uh, he was the third generation. Mm-hmm. I was the second generation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was the third generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I received a a, a uh, fulfillment mm-hmm. in that. Mm-hmm. And what we did uh, in terms of uh, naming, mm-hmm. uh, my father was the first male in his family. Mm-hmm. I'm the second generation. Mm-hmm. I'm the first male that and the first kid mm-hmm. in my generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Benny. Mm-hmm. My daddy's name is Benny. Mm-hmm. And then my son was the first son mm-hmm. in his generation. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Benny. Right. Benny, <laughs> like, Benny, Benny the uh, third. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. His son is the first general, first male, mm-hmm. the first grandkid in his generation uh-huh. his name has been in the four wow <laughs> that's so cool that's yeah so cool. yeah that's cool that's what we 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 was looking at mm-hmm. you know we looking at generation yeah man uh, my mother called uh, sent me a letter in germany and told me said ben if you named uh, your your son uh ben the third he will be the first Generation first male mm-hmm. in his generation, mm-hmm. which would name Benny, Benny, mm-hmm. and uh, we did the same thing with him right. when his right. son was born. Yeah, right. his son they was going to name his son uh, Brock, uh-huh. and when mm-hmm. they get mad with him, that's what they call Brock. <laughs> <laughs> you acting oh, like Brock funny. now? That is funny. <laughs> Yeah. 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 I said, y'all name it, name uh, your son. Yeah. He's the first son in his generation. Mm-hmm. First son that been born mm-hmm. in his generation. Mm-hmm. I said, if you name him Benny, he'd be Benny Four. Man. Wow. Man. That is and, good. And when he got to his son, yeah. my grandson's son, mm-hmm. we tried to get him to name Benny the Phil. Yeah. yeah. But he wouldn't do it. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> he cut the Benny's off, huh? <laughs> Benny, the Benny band stopped that yeah. man. Yeah. 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 Man, I ain't gonna do my son like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. But, but the history, I'm just saying about the history. Yeah, man. I think that's so important, man, because sometimes black people, man, and we getting ready to almost get out of here, but I won't say this first. Is I think it's great that you did that, man, because that gives your sons and your grandsons and great grandsons. When they referring back one day, they be able to look back at that and see how cool that is, man. Yeah. To be a black family and have that kind of legacy, man, that you can look back on and just see where all this stuff started at, man. That's a great thing, man. I think that's real good, man, and I think it's cool. And I'm thankful because I was listening to you. You a junior, and I'm a junior also. Now, we didn't name him junior, but we ended up putting his uh granddaddy's nick his granddaddy's name inside his name so we kept the granddaddy's alive in his name you know what i'm saying and he did the same with his son so kept the granddaddy's alive man so it's good i think that's great because we have to have something i'm gonna say this and we're gonna let you say something we get out here but i think it's so good 
for black men to have something to refer back to. Yeah. We need a history to refer back to. And if we got a family history to refer back to, that just end up making us, hopefully make us greater men, man. Mr. Ben, as we close, man, uh, first off again, man, thank you. Oh, man. Thank, thank you for you this, for this episode and thank you for yeah. what you're doing for us. Yes. Give the young fathers, myself and, and others, one good solid quote or one good solid phrase or saying that you could that you can give us to 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 continue to motivate the black young black fathers out there, man, to, to stick it out, to grind it out, man, and never give up. Well, what could you say to that? Train your kids in the way that they should go and they will depart mm-hmm. but they won't forget mm-hmm. they won't forget mm-hmm. yeah yeah always gonna come back mm-hmm. yeah wow man all of them will depart mm-hmm. yes sir but they won't forget mm-hmm. yeah that's my saying yeah mm-hmm. you know they won't yeah. forget mm-hmm. yeah you know, that training mm-hmm. yes sir uh, my son, 52 years old, mm-hmm. he comes back all the time, tells me about things that we have discussed. Man, praise God for that. Man. Training that I try to instill <laughs> in him. Yes, sir. Mm. Yes, sir. Hey, man. <laughs> Fatherhood, man. I, yeah. I, I don't know what y'all getting out of these episodes <laughs> on the Black Men Fit 2 yeah, podcast, man. but man, I have mad love for Mr. B. Come man. on, man. I just thank him Come on, man. so, so much, man, for tuning in. And tapping in rather than just being a part of this podcast, man, yes. this fatherhood season that we're in. And um, Nashville, man, I, <laughs> I don't know, Pop. Like I, I don't know, man. If you're not, if you're not getting something out of this, yeah. man, it, I, I really don't know what to tell you, Pop. Yeah, I hope that the brothers that listen to this, man, just take some of this advice yeah. to help us be better men. That's what we want to be. We're not going to be perfect men. You heard many stories. You heard these first three stories of these fathers. They're not perfect men, but they're good men. And they generally want to do good for their family and for their kids, man. And I think if you do that and keep God first, man, it's almost like a you're going to have issues, but you'll be able to see your way through the issues. And, and that's what it's all about. If you can persevere through the issues, and that's what we've done as a black people anyway. So let's just keep doing it, man, but make ourselves better men yeah. and just allow ourselves the room to grow from these episodes and from other places that you get your knowledge. Mm-hmm. But hopefully you're listening to these episodes mm-hmm. and it's making you a better man. Nashville, it is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. You can do what you can and you can't do what you can't. Nashville, until next week, it's a wrap. Black man, don't get trapped.